Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized, a podcast that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great week. And of course, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review. And also, I am excited that there are now two ways you can support this podcast individually by clicking the Buy Me a Coffee link or as a business. And either way, I will give you a shout out on the air and details are in the show page. Well, in this episode, I have returning guest expert and closet organizer Dallas Macon of Divine Order for you to discuss ways to transition our closet for the new season. Also, I will be sharing my product, app, repurpose, and book suggestion for the week. And my question for this week is, I would love for you to name one item you decided to donate because you are no longer going to wear it. And you probably have heard this statistic from me so many times, but we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. The rest just hangs there again. We wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time, which is why I wanted Dallas Macon, and she is a Pan-American, born and raised in the Republic of Panama, living in the U.S. all her adult life. Dallas is the owner of Divine Order, LLC, based in Maryland and serving the Washington, D.C. metro area. She is also the creator of Black Girls Who Organize. Black Girls Who Organize it's a platform on Instagram and it spotlights blacks and other minority organizers and bridges the gap with the overall organizing community. Dallas is passionate about order and simplification. Closets and colorful spaces are her jam. When not organizing, Dallas treasures her time with her husband of over 25 years and two young adult sons. She also enjoys travel decor, music, reading, and volunteering at her church. It is her desire to inspire all to develop a lifestyle that is organized, simplified, and styled. So sit back, get your tablet out, your notepad out, your pen and paper out, and listen to my conversation with Dallas. Well, listeners, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we're also transitioning into a new season, and I am having returning guest expert, professional organizer, Dallas Macon. She is going to be joining us and talking about how we can transition our closets. Dallas, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Not one, two, but three times. (laughs) I know, because I love our conversations. But before we get into the organizing and the transitioning of the closet, I really would like for you to share your survival story because this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I'll start by saying the good news, I'm a nine-year breast cancer survivor. So I was originally diagnosed in December 2012, but um, a little backstory is 
Um, I had my annual mammogram in March every year. So I had it in March of 2012, like any other year. And um, there were no signs of breast cancer at that time. Um, in July of that year, however, my mom at the age of 85 was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was a shocker because we didn't have a history of breast cancer in our family. And so, but I think because of that, I became, she was diagnosed at stage one, very early in the process. She, even at 85, was still doing her annual checkup. So that's why I really stress the value of doing your annual mammograms. Um, but by because of her situation, I found that I was more aware of it because I learned a lot that I didn't know about breast cancer and everything that goes into it. So I really started being intentional about doing my self-examination monthly. And in about October, November timeframe of that same year, I felt what could be a lump um, in my um, left breast. And it just was, it just felt different. But because of the location, it was like being irritated by underwire bras. So I, I blamed it on the bra. Um, and I changed my bras to no underwire, but it still continued. And then, of course, um, after having gone and having it checked um, professionally by the doctor, um, I was diagnosed in December um, with stage two breast cancer. So, um, again, having gone through it a few months earlier with my mom kind of prepared me for dealing with it on my own. Now, we don't have a hereditary gene. Um, one in eight women in the U.S. will be diagnosed with breast cancer or is diagnosed with breast cancer. And we just happen to fall within that statistic. So um, I went through treatment most of 2013. And um, yes, I'm a survivor. I just like to, to remind anyone going through or receiving a diagnosis that you are a survivor if you are alive to receive the diagnosis, you are a survivor on that day. It doesn't require you to go through any course of treatments to declare yourself a survivor. So nine years in, I'm thriving, still have um, a few res residual um, for me it has been joints, joint aches, um, but outside of that, doing well. Well, thank you so much, Dallas, for sharing and also, you know, just for sharing that the importance of all of us women really doing those and, you know, the, of course, the monthly um, self exams, but also the annual exams as well. I always like to have mine right around like September, my birthday month. So that's how it just kind of keeps me on track. But mm -hmm. Dallas, so as we transition, because, you know, the weather's changed and we're in the fall, what are some of the things, even not only in the fall, but when we transition from season to season, what, how do we determine like what needs to just like come out of our closet? Because what it seems to happen is we just kind of flip closets and we just keep on going. But are there things that need to come out of our closets? Correct. So funny, um, I have just started that process as well. Um, and I think you should take the time to do it over a period, over a month or so. Um, don't try to just tackle it in one weekend unless you're a professional um, because it will quickly become overwhelming. But I, I start with, first of all, I always say get rid of the just in case. We hold on to things from season to season just in case this happens, just in case I lose weight, gain weight. Um, you know, have a special occasion and some of the special occasion items, you will hold on to some of it. But for some of the everyday use, 
if you're not using it, you don't love it, it no longer fits properly, get rid of it. So from season to season, I tell folks to assess the things that are in your closet. If you're not sure that you want to get rid of it right there and then, remove it, place it in a separate area, and place a date and give yourself a date to revisit those items. So I often say, um, just start small. Don't try to tackle everything. Um, for me, as I transition from summer to fall, I look at my summer wardrobe before I move those things out of the way to determine what were some of the things that I held on to that I didn't use this summer that I was already on the fence about. And likely if the whole summer went and you didn't use it, chances are you're not going to use it. So I always recommend um, that. But that's clothing. In terms of, um, for women especially, expired makeup, um, this is a good time to transition to look at your makeup because we tend to sometimes use different shades, um, different seasons. And then in general, medicines. Um, we often don't go into our medicine cabinet or our um, closets, linen closets, or wherever we keep those items. And again, in a pantry, expired goods. So I think this is a, a good time to purge. I mean, I'm glad you said, you know, not only about the clothes, but also sometimes about the cosmetics, because we keep it, we just keep moving it from one cosmetic bag to the next, to the next, to the next. And like you said, even with clothes, we change the way we look, our style, colors, etc. So that was a good tip. So what are some of the things that, you know, as we are getting into the new season, are there some tips and strategies that we should use in order to organize, whether it's the closet or other areas of our home? I think we always need to stop and assess our current lifestyle and activities. We, we change, we evolve. There are things that uh, you might've been crazy about five years ago that you look at it now and it's like, or 10 years ago. Um, so, and that's okay. That's natural growth and progression. But oftentimes we don't make that progression and change with our belongings. Our belongings should reflect who we really are today. So again, back to clothing. Does it make you feel good? Does it represent the type of activities that you do? I often say most of us used to be, um, go into an office, used to report to an office. Many of us have full telework or maybe only reporting to the office one time. Do you really still need 20 suits? You know, it's just five suits sufficient for the level of activities you're doing that requires you to wear a suit. Conversely, you might have shifted to a more casual environment or you're at home more and you may not have spent or invested in things that felt comfortable for you to work in all day. So Focus on your current lifestyle, your activities, or some of your desired activities in the upcoming season, and your clothing should should match and reflect where you are with that. And uh, by all means, it should be comfortable, regardless of style, fashion, or how long you've had it, or how much you've paid for it. If it's not comfortable, let it go. That was a good one, Dallas. If it is not comfortable, <laughs> let it go because you, you know, we all know somebody and maybe, of course, personally, you do want to hold on to something because you feel like, okay, I can just squeeze into this. But you're right. If it's not comfortable, 
Why are you holding on to it? Now it's like when I really look at clothes and my outfit and even when I go out, I start thinking, hmm, am I going to be comfortable at the end of the evening or at the end of an event? If I'm not, then I need to kind of let it go. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'd also like to add one thing to that Um, because we're talking about seasonal change. Now is the best time to donate sweaters, hats, and gloves for the up and boots, fall and winter wear, right? So take a hard look at what you have and see if there are items there in those categories that you have an excess of that you're not using and bless someone else because there are always people in need of those things. And now is the perfect time as we transition to the cooler temps to donate those items. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Dallas, because we do. We do have an excess. We got the hats, the gloves, the scarves in every color, design. And really, you know, we only go wear the ones like that, you know, that regular one. Maybe it might be black, red, whatever. And the other ones just kind of stay there at the bottom. So thank you for encouraging us to do that. Mm-hmm. So Dallas, with everything that you do, because you do a lot, you, you know, you have your business, you've got, you know, you're a spouse, you're a mother, but then also you're involved in the community. You know, you work with the other professional organizers, organizing retreats and events for them. (laughs) So how do you stay organized, specifically like your day to day? How do you like manage that? So for me, I like to say before I get to the day to day, um, at the end of each month, I look at the forecast for my upcoming month. So I try to ensure that I have everything that I need. It may be something as simple as upcoming birthdays and anniversaries for which I would desire to send a greeting card. Um, I purchase all of them at the end of the previous month. And I sit in one sit-in and write them up and date them so that I have all that. So I plan for the month along with my, when I'm doing my budget, I plan for my schedule. And then on a week to week basis, I like to have a, what I call a a reset day. Reset day for me is Sunday. That's the day where I can kind of take a look at the week and I can coordinate with my family, things that I may need them to do, or, you know, things that I may have an upcoming donation pickup. So, you know, those are the kind of things that I would inform meal planning, that type of stuff. But on a day-to-day basis for me, um, I plan my day the day before. So before I shut down for the day from my full-time job, I look at the schedule of meetings upcoming for the next day so that I can ensure I have everything. The same with clients, the same with being able to send reminders. So my actual day-to-day starts the night before so that I can come in to work with an awareness of somewhat how my day is going to be for the most part. So um, I think it's important that we don't wait to the day off to try to figure it out. Um, If you can get ahead of it um, for the whole week or the night before is kind of how I focus. But then the biggest thing is learning sometimes that it's okay to say no. Um, I get pulled in a lot of directions and you want to be of service. You want to assist everywhere, but you have to learn to prioritize. What are the absolute three things that I must get done this week? I no longer keep a 10 and 20 list. What is the absolute three? And that's my cutoff. And then everything else, I can work it in if I have the time to. So 
I like that. What are the absolute three things I need to do this week? And I also like what you said about saying no. And I think sometimes we get caught up in saying yes before we even look at our calendar sometimes. Because someone was saying, oh, my goodness, I've, you know, I'm overbooked. And I was thinking because of the industry she's in, she was talking about her business. She's like, no, in my personal life. And I'm like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> you, know, when you, you know, when you have two small children. And how does that happen? So, yes, no is a complete sense. Exactly. (laughs) Well, Dallas, thank you so much once again for returning as a guest. And how can listeners connect with you? Well, I'm at Divine Order for you. And that's the number four in letter U. So Divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, order, number four, U. And I'm at gmail.com um, on my website and as well on Instagram. And of course, listeners, I will have direct links to Dallas so you can connect with her directly. Dallas, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So what tip or strategy are you going to use that Dallas shared in regards to organizing your closet and maybe letting go of some of those clothes? So please feel free to share on social media, on the post of this podcast, or go to the Anchor page and just kind of share me a voice message as well. And I will share it on the air. And then, of course, I will also share it with Dallas. So these are some additional tips from Taylor's Tip Time on transitioning your closet. Number one, write the plan of what you want to accomplish. Do you want to have easier access to your shoes, to your accessories, to your clothes? Number two, schedule the date. Whatever the date is, make sure you put it in your calendar and you block it off. Number three, you want to purge. You want to just get rid of, donate what you are know you are not going to wear. Number four, figure out what supplies you need. Maybe you don't need anything after you purge. You find out you've got enough, more than enough hangers. Or maybe there may be some, you know, shoe organizers, accessory organizers that you want. And then number five, organize. So write the plan, schedule the date, purge, get supplies if needed, and organize. Well, Are you listening and you are ready to get your life organized? And if you didn't know, I offer virtual sessions. So no matter where you are in this country and around the world, I can help you. Whether it is organizing your paper, your time, your stuff, your life, I can create a strategy. A lot of times, all you need is just one session just for me to kind of give you some strategies of of going from chaos to calm. And there are other times when you may need additional just support. But be sure to go to my contact page, schedule a free 15-minute session, take the steps necessary by doing something today. 
So again, click the link in the show page so I can help you on your journey to living an organized life. Well, I want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for, of course, listening to this podcast or following me on social media for your likes, your retweets, as well as your sharing. Please continue to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course on Pinterest, where I have a board dedicated to closet organizing. And of course, please continue to like and share and don't forget my YouTube channel and subscribe. Some awesome women have given some awesome interviews in regards to how to be a co-parent, you know, how to actually be organized as a blended family, how to get rid of the inherited clutter that sometimes we all get, how to organize your information in regards to your medical information, how to organize your paperwork. So many experts, so please check it out. And for those ladies out there who just need like a little encouragement and want to be a part of a community to support them in their journey to getting organized and specifically getting their life organized and you don't have to be overwhelmed, join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living life that is totally organized. It's free to join. So start today. Start today. Well, today is Toss It Tuesday. I'm ready for my little Toss It Tuesday tip for the week. Are you doing your jig? You know, I'm just kind of like moving a little bit because they say you should move sometimes when you're just sitting for a long time. So my Toss It Tuesday tip this week is to possible slowly eliminate the wire hangers if you don't need them. Now, I'll admit I sometimes use them when I travel. But if you don't need them, get rid of the ones you will never use. My app suggestion for this week is Purple. It's the number one outfit planner and closet organizing app on iTunes with over 2 million downloads, 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 and it's available on Android. It's a fashion app that suggests outfits from your own wardrobe. It's free with no catches. It's Purpel, Purepel. My product suggestion is to go to my app store, my app, Amazon store, not my app. See, I was talking about apps and I'm transitioning and I got a little tongue tied. My Amazon store and my shop and check out the hangers, specifically the slim hangers. For those of you like me who have small closets, you need to maximize the space any way you can and those slim hangers do it. My repurpose suggestion is go to my repurpose page because someone transformed some old jeans into a handbag. We all had a favorite pair. And you know, sometimes you just like to mix things up a little bit and why not repurpose them into a handbag? My book suggestion for this week is Shop Your Closet, the ultimate guide to organizing your closet and style. And of course, I also want to remind you that There are books available in my organizing book section, my life organizing book section, and you can get a free copy and a free 30-day trial from Audible. And again, 
a free copy and a free 30-day trial from Audible. So check out my organizing library. And of course, click the link in the show page so you can make sure that you can get a free copy and a free 30-day trial. My quote for the week is, happiness is a state of mind, but having an organized closet doesn't hurt. Can I say that just one more time? Happiness is a state of mind, but having an organized closet doesn't hurt. Thank you for listening, and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And again, let me know you enjoy listening to this podcast by leaving a review and supporting this podcast either individually or as a business. And make sure you visit my website at www.janetmtaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.